This is Weekly Woman by Jubilance for PMS. Hi, everyone. It's Alice Cash with Jubilance for PMS and your host of Weekly Woman. I'm so excited about this week's show. Today, we're going to be talking about understanding the four phases of your menstrual cycle. And then we're talking to Miyoshi Days, who has an amazing new platform that talks all about women's health. So you're going to want to hear all about it. First, we have to give it up for our sponsor, Jubilance for PMS, the only supplement on the market to help relieve your emotional PMS symptoms. This supplement is produced by a woman-run company and is the only clinically tried supplement on the market for the emotional side of PMS. Just think if you could stop all the stressing and those anxieties that accompany PMS. It's totally possible with a supplement you take once a day. Learn more if Jubilance is right for you at jubilance.com. Not only is there a lot going on in the world, but we still have our period every month. Our bodies as females don't stop their cycle, and it's important to think about how these uncertain times might affect us psychologically and physically. When I was ill from the coronavirus last March and April, not only did I have my period twice during my sickness, I was also PMSing. I couldn't believe that I not only had to deal with COVID, but I had to make it to the bathroom to change my tampon when just getting up and walking was a struggle. But at the same time, with this process as a woman that happens every month, it felt reassuring in a way that there was some kind of feeling of normalcy in this chaos that my body was going through. So with so much time spent at home and none of the normal activities I participate in, I've had a lot more free time. And consequently, I've gotten to know myself a lot better. I can see now some of the patterns in my emotions from my journaling and feel all the changes within myself during the four phases of my menstrual cycle. This time has given me the ability to really reflect on what helps my body thrive and what it means to just survive. For instance, I finally figured out that I'm lactose intolerant. I was able to narrow down my diet to figure out what was straining my body. But what's been most helpful has been feeling at ease with my menstrual cycle. So the first phase is menstruation. It's what we know, everyone knows what this is. It's the extra lining of your uterus exiting your vagina. And this phase of your cycle lasts between three days to a week for most women. Um, Menstruation continues to happen to women's bodies even during hard times. We're still having our cycle during the pandemic, but it's important to embrace your cycle. It's telling us that we're healthy and we're well. And now there are so many technologies to aid you with your cycle. For instance, the stresses and anxieties present during PMS. You can pick up Jubilance, the vitamin that helps stop you being irritable and stressed during your cycle. The next phase is the follicular phase. This phase may feel a little less pronounced than the others. It's around day six to 10 of your 28 day cycle. It starts off on the first day of menstruation and ends at the start of the ovulation phase. What is happening is prompted by the hypothalamus. The pituitary gland releases a follicle stimulating hormone. This hormone then stimulates the ovary to produce about 10 follicles, which each house an immature egg. Usually only one follicle will mature into an egg, which stimulates the lining of the uterus to thicken in preparation for the possibility of pregnancy. And then the third phase after that is ovulation. 
This happens about two weeks before menstruation starts. The previous phase, follicular, causes a rise in estrogen levels, and the brain recognizes that these levels are thus rising and releases a hormone. And then this hormone then prompts the pituitary gland to make higher levels of this other hormone called the luteinizing hormone. All of this is then triggering ovulation with these high levels. So during ovulation, the egg is pushed into the fallopian tube towards the uterus, and the egg will typically last 24 hours. Unless it meets sperm, the egg will die. This is why ovulation is known as the fertile window during your cycle. And then finally, there's the luteal phase. The luteal phase is the final phase in the menstrual cycle and occurs around day 22 in a 28-day cycle. The egg has busted away from the follicle during the ovulation phase, but the follicle is still in the ovary and starts releasing estrogen and creates a thickening of the lining of the uterus, which is then shed during menstruation. All of these phases can give you insight on what is happening to your body, and now you can spend even more time trying to start to understand them more. It's a terrible time in the world, but our cycles make us female. They make us realize that we're healthy. They connect us to one another. Every female or person with a period goes through this similar experience. So we can take comfort in the fact that we're facing this all together and we're facing the pandemic together. The times right now are completely uncertain, but the timing of our menstrual cycle is not. It came before the pandemic and it will come after. And it, let it reassure you that it's normal and like life is normal in some fashion. Managing my stress levels. I take on way too much, I do way too many things, and every year I tell myself I'm going to do less and less. But I always seem to not meet that goal every year. I've removed no stress from my life. There is um, too much to do. If you're also trying to remove stress from your life, the only thing that has helped me immensely, more than anything, has been Jubilance. Uh, this PMS supplement <laughs> is a lifesaver, and most of the stress that I have to deal with is on my period, and it helps me keep my cool, find my peace, and deal with my stress and manage it better. But now that I have Jubilance to help me with all this stress, I was able to get everything I need to get done. I am not overwhelmed, and I can finally put this all away and just enjoy what 2021 has to bring. Well, welcome, Yoshi. Thank you so much for being on today. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah. Um, so we kind of start off with some more like fun questions on the podcast. Um, what is your favorite word in the dictionary? <laughs> I don't know what my favorite word in the dictionary is, but, but I just love, I've been saying the word bandwidth a lot. <laughs> my conversations just recently I've noticed like I'm like actually I don't have the bandwidth for that at the moment um so I would say like, that's my favorite word right now just setting boundaries using that word bandwidth um yeah I like that word <laughs> wow I I don't think I've ever used that in a sentence but now I'm gonna have to try it like today I'll be like I don't have the bandwidth for this <laughs> I'd like I start, I never used to use that word. And in the last two weeks, I've used it every day. So incredible. Yeah. I'm going to try, I'm going to try it. I'll drop it into the <laughs> conversation. <laughs> what is your favorite TV show that you've watched during quarantine? Yeah, it's, I mean, it's a throwback between Tiger King um, <laughs> and recently Bridgerton. Um, I think everyone, oh you know, God. best. 
with Bridgerton. I, I, I am one of them. Yes. Um, so those two, I love those two. They're very different, um, but. <laughs> yeah, the opposite sides of the spectrum. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah. but I, I've, I've enjoyed both of those for different reasons. Oh, that's awesome. Okay, yeah. who's your celebrity doppelganger? I don't think I have one. I was thinking about this. I don't, no one's ever told me that I really look like a celebrity. Yeah, I couldn't really think of anyone either for myself, yeah. so I don't know why I asked that, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I don't think I have one. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> um, so where are you living right now, Miyoshi? I'm living in Brooklyn, New York, born and raised here, so yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. What is your favorite part about Brooklyn? I just love how authentic it is. I feel like if you ask someone if they, you know, people who have been born and raised in Brooklyn are very prideful of that fact. And I, <laughs> I think, you know, where, whenever you travel in the world, people are like, well, where are you from? And Brooklynites, before we say New York, we say Brooklyn. So I was like, we're mm. from Brooklyn. <laughs> I just feel like Brooklyn is just its own world at times, and I just love how authentic it is, um, how diverse it is, and it's so unique, and I really, I really love being from here. That's awesome. Yeah, where are you from in Brooklyn exactly? What neighborhood? Um, born, born and spent my childhood in Bed-Stuy, um, cool. and then we moved to um, Mill Basin slash Canarsie in Brooklyn. Oh, okay. Older. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Such cool areas. <laughs> yeah. For sure. That's awesome. Do you have a favorite restaurant in Brooklyn that we should all try? Ooh, I don't. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I really don't. Um, uh, no, I don't. I love different, I love trying out new restaurants. Um, but I don't really have a favorite right now. Um, one restaurant that I went to, which is not in Brooklyn, I went recently for brunch. It's Omar's Kitchen um, in the Lower East Side. So good. Um, I It's like a fuse between American and Caribbean. I'm Caribbean. My family's Caribbean. Oh, cool. Um, so they have amazing, amazing Caribbean food and the ambiance is just amazing. So um, oh, that's I awesome. Yes. Okay. I have to try that out. <laughs> Um, can you talk a little bit about what you've been up to in quarantine? Ooh, in quarantine. <laughs> Yay, what fun. <laughs> right, quarantine. Um, actually, I've been, I've been doing a lot in quarantine. So, you know, I have been working from home for about a year now. Um, and I have really been trying to um, work out more. Um, I have been doing a lot of like exercising. Um, Self-care has really become a priority for me um, during quarantine. So I've been, you know, like I said, exercising, eating better, taking care of my body, but also sleeping more. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that sounds great. Yeah. I mean, on the professional front, I have been working from home um, and that I feel like that work from home thing is a swindle because I'm working so much more hours than I would have if I was in the office. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yesterday I worked a 13 hour day, which Oh my gosh. Was That's insane. way too long. Way too long. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I've been working more, but on um, the Hate the Dot front, I've been able to do a lot of cool things with Hate the Dot. Um, last year we gave away 5,000 tampons. Wow. Um, and tell us what Hate the Dot is, too. Yeah, 
Yeah, sure. Sorry, I didn't even um, talk about Hit The Dot. So yeah, Hit The Dot company that I founded six years ago, which sounds insane, but um, just the journey of entrepreneurship and the journey of Hate The Dot has taken me through a lot of different things. But I founded Hate The Dot six years ago, and our mission is to turn your menstrual cycle into a self-care ritual. Um, through, through education, community, um, and a bunch of different things. And so last year, um, I was in quarantine, and <laughs> 18 people in my family were diagnosed with COVID. Oh, my God. At the same time, <gasps> around the same time. Um, and so there was one point where 18 of, of the people in my family had COVID. And I was so stressed. It was the height of COVID. Oh. And New York City was, you know, going through a lot. A lot of people were dying in New York City at the moment. And I just felt so helpless. And I'm the type of person is that, you know, if I see a need, I want to get up and go do something. Mm-hmm. And so I felt so helpless during the time because I couldn't like be with my family. I couldn't see them. Um, and they were going through some really hard times. And I just thought about the country at large. And so many people were going through so much. People were losing their jobs. People were, people were dying. There was just so much happening and I didn't know what to do. So I asked myself, what can I do with the limited capacity that I had? And so I had a bunch of tampons that I wasn't using um, for hate the dot tampons. And I said, I'm going to give them away to people around the country who needed them. People, you know, had in their jobs, people weren't able to go to school or, you know, go to places that would regularly provide these things for them. And so I decided to just do that. So when I, I was like, I'm going to give away 5,000 tampons. <laughs> and I just created a website, 5,000tampons.com. Um, I spread the word with, with my network, my family, my friends. And I said, hey, I'm giving these away. And we, we gave out 5,000 tampons in, in less than a month. That's so, amazing. Um, yeah, that's, that's pretty much what I've been doing. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. And how is your family? Is everyone okay? Everyone's okay. Everyone has recovered. Everyone is doing well, thankfully. Oh, good. That was a really hard time. Yeah. That's awful. Yeah. Yeah. I, I had COVID in March, April, um, Mm -hmm. when it was all happening in New York and it was just terrible. Yeah. Hope everyone stays safe right now too. I'm glad you recovered. Yeah. Oh, that's just really hard when you can't be with your family and yeah. going through that. Yeah. It was rough. Oh man. And can you talk more about this community that you're inspiring? So hate the dot, as you've said, is about community, about turning like this thing that we experience every month into a self-care ritual. Um, yeah. Who's a part of that community? And can you talk a little bit about inspiring them? Yeah. So Last year, um, well, at the end of 2019, just to give you a little bit of background, at the end of 2019, um, October to be exact, I was supposed to, Hate the Dot was supposed to launch initially. Mm-hmm. And when we were supposed to launch, we were gonna, we were working on actual products. So like the tampons that I mentioned, um, and the, we had organic cotton pads, we had organic cotton tampons, we had other um, things that we were gonna be selling. And I was gearing up for launch, kind of like I'm gearing up for launch now. Um, and I was really, really excited at the end of 2019, planned this huge launch party um, and had been working with manufacturers to get my products developed, designed, wow. spent months um, doing all of these things. And in one weekend, <laughs> one weekend, the entire thing crumbled. Oh um, my gosh. Yeah. So it was a Saturday morning. I, I will remember, I will always remember this Saturday morning. 
got a phone call from the um, event space owner where I was having my launch party and he said, hey Miyoshi, so sorry, I have to cancel all of these events. Um, there's something going on with the building and I can't have your launch party. Oh no. So I'm like, okay. So um, that happened early that morning and, you know, I was scrambling to find a different, another place and I couldn't find one. So I ended up, you know, canceling the launch party, which was no big deal, whatever. The same day I went to go get my mail in the mailbox and I got a letter in the mail from the FDA and I said, this is odd. not random mail, it's from the FDA. So opened it, it said, hey Miyoshi, um, we see that you have all of these products coming in from your manufacturer overseas and we've seized them, we are holding them. <gasps> your manufacturer is in violation of this code and this. Oh and no. I'm like, are you kidding me? So this is the weekend, so I couldn't really oh, reach out. Oh God. So I waited till that Monday to call the FDA and try to figure out what was going on, spoke to a bunch of officers and, you know, they basically said your manufacturer has to pay all this money to list with us. And if they don't, then we're just going to hold your products or destroy them. So I said, okay. So I just went back and forth with my manager. I was stuck between this dispute between the FDA and my, and my manufacturer and fast forward weeks. Um, I didn't get my money back. The products were destroyed. I lost all my money on oh um, the products and things like that. Um, and then that same, so that happened on a Saturday and then the Monday and then that Tuesday while I was going through all of that, I get a phone call from Homeland Security. <laughs> oh my God. This is a series of unfortunate events. Uh, it's, it was wild. Um, asking me all of these questions about my business, about what Hate the Dot is, what, I'm, what am I doing? What about, what are all these products that F the FDA has? And so it's just a wild series of events. Wow. And basically, you know, all years of work that I had put into Hate the Dot crumbled in one weekend, basically. Oh my God. And so I was obviously, upset and saddened and depressed. And I was going through a bunch of other things um, personally. Um, and so that was at the end of 2019. So at the end of 2019, I was really sad moving into 2020 and I didn't know what the next step was for, for Hate the Dot. So I just decided to say, hey guys, I'm so, I sent it out to my network like, hey guys, I'm so sorry, but I'm gonna have to put the launch of Hate the Dot on hold. Mm. Um, didn't know what 2020 had in store. <laughs> um, so I think that's, that was kind of like a blessing in disguise because if I would have launched Hate the Dot at the end of 2019, I probably wouldn't have been able to sustain it in 2020, just yeah. given all the things that were going on. And I feel like that was a blessing in disguise. And so moving into 2020, I decided to just take a break from Hate the Die. I put it on pause. I said, I'm going to rest. I'm going to recharge. I'm going to figure out what the next step is. And that's why um, I put, I made self-care a priority. So I, I wanted to take care of myself and heal and do all of the things that I needed to do personally so I can show right. up as self for this business. Um, and so took a break. And then I, I said, I'm going to reach out to my community. I'm going to reach out to people who have been supporting Hate the Dot for all of these years. I'm going to reach out to people who follow us on Instagram, who I don't know. Um, and I've reached out to people. We had Zoom calls, we had FaceTimes, we had phone calls. And I said, hey, 
I don't really know what's next, but what do you need from Hate the Dot? Like, what do you need from us? And even though I was developing products and things like that, people were saying, you know, yeah, I, I, I do want to use, you know, great products for my period, but I really just want a place where I can figure out what's really going on with my body. And so that was the underlying theme on all of the calls that I had. And I said, this is something. And so I started to develop a community um, that addressed that wanted to address their needs. So Hate the Dot, it's launching in two weeks. It's launching on February 24th. And it is a community where people, members can ask and get answers to all of the questions that they want to know about their bodies. So I spent weeks and weeks in 2020 reaching out to health and wellness experts from all around the world. Wow. Asking them questions like, hey, I have have these people in this community or this young girl wants to know about her body. She wants to know about her reproductive system. She wants to know about her period, her menstrual cycle, all of these things. What, what information um, can you give us? And I've interviewed a bunch of experts, like I said, from all around the world, and they've given us this wealth of information. And so every week on the community, on the platform, um, a new session will be uploaded and a new expert will be featured and we talk about everything from like I said mental health to nutrition and your your menstrual cycle to um we have guided meditation sessions we have all of it <laughs> and so that's really what it is that's why community is so important to me because when I was at my lowest point and I just didn't know what was next community was the thing that helped me get out of that and um I want that to be a source for I want community to be a source for everyone so Wow, that's amazing. And I think like that's what everyone is turning to right now, especially during the pandemic, is that need for community, whether it's just like online or like a Zoom call. So I think you're tapping into something really great, Yoshi. That's awesome. Thanks. Yeah, I miss the connection. I miss the, the people. Yeah. <laughs> so just trying to have a community, just having a community space where a safe space where you can connect with people and they can provide support to you, especially during this time is, is really key, like you said. So we've got to stop and talk about our sponsor, Jubilance for PMS. It's a daily supplement that helps you be you. Jubilance is an over-the-counter nutritional supplement shown in clinical trials to relieve the emotional symptoms of PMS. That means less stress, anxiety, and more of getting back to your life. You deserve to be your best self all month long. And thanks to modern science, PMS is now optional. It's the first and only product for emotional PMS backed by real science with double-blind, placebo-controlled, peer-reviewed studies. And it works. I work for Jubilance because I'm here to help women, and this is the real deal. Jubilance isn't just a product. It's a global mission to make PMS mood swings a thing of the past. The Jubilance Sisterhood is a movement of thousands of strong women escaping the PMS struggle with science, sharing, and communal support. We're here for you each week with stories of amazing women, your weekly playlist on Spotify, and for you to dish and cry about periods on our Facebook group. So why not give Jubilance a try? Go to www.jubilance.com to learn more. That's awesome. And do you have plans to to grow and to create product as well um, again in the future eventually. or okay eventually. yeah cool eventually. <laughs> yeah the FDA can't yeah. bring you down they can't <laughs> yeah that's wow what a, what a wild story but like you said I think like a blessing in disguise with 2020 around the corner 
Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, And something that we always ask on this podcast is, what is your definition of womanhood? Uh, My definition of womanhood. Wow. I think it is, womanhood is such a beautiful, sacred privilege. Um, Womanhood, it is, the the image that's coming to mind is just like a blossoming flower. Um, It's so intricate and so beautiful. And there's many layers to it. (laughs) Um, And it's a little bit mysterious. Um, And there's no right answer. There's no wrong answer to womanhood. It's just, it just is if that makes sense, if I'm, if I'm explaining it correctly. Um, it's just a powerful thing. I think us as women, we have such power to create and to blossom. Um, I think we're just naturally born as creators and multipliers. Um, I just think womanhood is just a beautiful, beautiful thing. I, I don't have a specific definition. <laughs> I just have all these like describing adjectives. Yeah, I, I think it was nice. Womanhood is, but I just think it's just so beautiful and it, it's so different, but also there's an underlying sameness throughout it all. And so, yeah, <laughs> that's my definition of womanhood. I, I hope that's that awesome. <laughs> yeah, I love, I love like the blossoming flower that comes to mind for you. I think that's so lovely and beautiful, like you said. So. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, And is there anything else you'd like to add to our listeners today? How can they find out more about Hate the Dot and your launch? Yeah, so I would say follow us on Instagram um, at Hate the Dot to get more updates. Um, You can go to hatethedot.com to sign up for email updates. Like I said, our community launches on February 24th, which is really exciting. And so you can sign up for that. you get new expert sessions each week. We talk about a new topic every week. Um, you get access to really cool products that our partners are releasing. Um, there's so many things. <laughs> there's so many things. Our mission is to turn your menstrual cycle into a self-care ritual. And so one of the sessions that I teach um, on the platform is about a method that I created. It's called the Rosa Method, and it helps you understand your menstrual cycle um, more in depth. And so I think when we were in school and we were growing up, we just got like one lesson about our menstrual cycle and it was just kind of like, figure it out after that. (laughs) And so so, um, I take you through your entire menstrual cycle and really understanding that, yeah, you get a period, a menstrual period, but there are four unique phases in your menstrual cycle that you go through every month. Um, So understanding that and understanding the four unique phases, understanding the four unique different characteristics that are in each phase and how to prioritize self-care in each in each one. Um, And so that I'm really excited about that. And that's just one session on the on the platform. We talk about how to align your your nutrition with your lifestyle and your cycle um, to optimize your health. We we talk about mental health and anxiety, especially during, you know, the times of COVID and all of the things that are going on during this pandemic. Um, We talk about, we have guided meditation sessions. We talk about 
everything <laughs> we talk <That's> about. Awesome. <laughs> um, so I'm really excited about the platform and I think so many people will benefit from, from joining our community. So if you want to find out more, like I said, join our, um, join us, follow us on Instagram and um, sign up for email updates on hatethedot.com. Amazing, Miyoshi. Thank you so much for being on today. Yes, I've appreciated this. Thank you so much for, for having this um, space to have this conversation. Thank you.